If you've been practicing medicine for any length of time, you've probably heard a colleague or two grumbling about tail insurance. But what exactly is it and why is it such a big deal? Today, we're gonna answer some frequently asked questions about tail insurance to give you the answers you need so that you can make sure you're protected in the years to come. Welcome to Malpractice Insights, the show dedicated to helping healthcare professionals understand medical malpractice insurance and providing you with the solutions you need so that you can get back to the work of practicing good medicine. My name is Jennifer Wiggins, CEO of Aegis Malpractice Solutions, and I'm so glad you've joined us today. If you're new to our channel, welcome. We're so glad you're here. We release a new episode every week, both on YouTube and your favorite podcast streaming platform, so be sure to like and subscribe to stay connected. Just a quick reminder, though, before we jump in, we are here to provide general information on medical malpractice insurance and related topics, but not specific legal or insurance advice. So if you have a question about your practice or individual coverage needs, be sure to ask your agent or legal advisor or contact us at aegismalpractice.com. That's A-E-G-I-S malpractice.com. We'd be happy to help. Okay, so tail insurance, kind of a funny name, right? What exactly is it? Well, it's insurance that covers your tail, literally. When a doctor buys a claims-made malpractice policy, coverage is triggered based on when the claim is made against the doctor. So a doctor must carry the insurance while he's actively practicing, and then once he cancels, he must secure tail in order to have coverage for any claims that might be filed in the future for patients that he treated when he was actively practicing. Sometimes tail insurance is also called an extended reporting endorsement, but most people just refer to it as tail coverage. Your tail starts at your cancellation date, and then it extends your coverage into the future for any claims that may be made against you after you've already walked away from the policy. So here's an example. Let's say we have a doctor that starts his claims made policy on January 1st, 2020, and then he renews that policy every year until he cancels on January 1st, 2030. At that time, he has to secure tail insurance. The tail insurance is really important because if you don't buy it, it's as if you never had any coverage before. So again, remember how this coverage triggers based on when the claim is made. So if you don't have insurance in place at the time that the claim is made, then you're not covered. Even if you paid your premiums for all of those years before, it doesn't mean anything if you don't have that tail. Just a quick side note. We do go into a deep dive on the differences between occurrence and claims made coverage in episode four. So check that out and then come back to this video if you need a quick refresher. So let's jump into our frequently asked questions. Question number one, what limit will I have for my tail? Can I increase my limit if I want more coverage? So here's the answer. Your tail policy will be quoted at the same limit as your claims made insurance policy, unless you request otherwise. 
Most carriers will let you reduce your tail limit, which could save you a little bit of money, but it's generally not advisable to do so. Why? Because your tail insurance covers you all the way back to the retroactive date, which is the inception date of your policy. And if you lower your limits, you're lowering your amount of coverage for any potential claims for patients that you treated all the way back to that start date of your initial policy. If, on the other hand, you want to increase your limits for your tail, unfortunately, most of the carriers are going to say no. And here's why. If you've carried 1 million, 3 million policy limits for your entire career and paid the premiums for that amount of coverage, the insurance company is not going to let you jack your limits up to 3 million, 5 million, or 5 million, 10 million for your tail. They just haven't collected enough premium from you along the ways to account for that much additional exposure. So if your policy limits fluctuated over the time of your claims made policy, maybe you carried 1 million, 3 million one year, and then a 500, 1 million the next year, and maybe they went up and down a little bit, the carrier is only going to let you obtain a tail policy at the highest limit that you carried within the last five years of your insurance. All right, question two. How long does this tail last? And can I just buy a short one, maybe a two-year tail, to cover me until the statute of limitations runs out? Here's your answer. Most tail policies are unlimited, which means they don't have an end date. They'll cover you from the date of your cancellation indefinitely into the future. They even extend coverage to your estate after you pass away if needed. So yes, it is possible for you to buy a two-year tail or even for a shorter amount of time, but it's just generally not wise to do so, and here's why. The statute of limitations laws do vary by state, and although these laws do definitely set a time limit on a plaintiff's right to file a malpractice suit, it's not always so cut and dry and simple. There are two exceptions that will allow a patient to be able to file a malpractice case beyond the normal standard window of time. First is the date of discovery. This exception allows the statute of limitations to be extended until the time when the patient actually discovers that he or she was the victim of medical malpractice or a reasonable amount of time when they should have discovered. This means that the statute of limitations clock doesn't actually start ticking until the day that the discovery happens. So if they discovered it on January 1st, 2025, the statute of limitations clock starts on that day. The second exception has to do with the age of majority or issues involving minors. So this exception allows for an extension of the statute of limitations law until a minor child reaches the age of majority, which in most states is age 18. So in both of these instances, a two-year tail may not be enough time to protect you for any future filed claims. Question number three. I work for a group or a hospital. Won't they take care of my tail for me? In an ideal scenario, you have already negotiated the terms of your tail insurance with your employer before signing an employment agreement. Hopefully, you've determined if tail insurance will be required upon your departure from the group, and if so, who will be responsible for buying it? If, however, you have not worked this out with your group beforehand, you will need to address all of these concerns promptly. If the group will be purchasing your tail insurance for you, be sure to get a copy of the endorsement for your files. Don't just assume that your tail insurance will be taken care of. 
Question four. Do I really need to buy tail if I've never been sued? Can't I just go bare? Although we've said that tail insurance is required, you can make the choice not to buy it. However, your malpractice insurance carrier does have a legal obligation to offer it to you. If you choose to forego tail insurance, you're essentially uninsured. So it is your choice. If you are uninsured or you go bare, that means you are personally responsible for any claims that are filed against you. Consider the fact that not only are you footing the bill for any potential losses, but you are also responsible for claim administration, which means either hiring a third-party claim administrator or a defense attorney, paying all the court fees and all of the related defense costs. For most providers, tail insurance offers peace of mind after a long, successful career in medicine it would be unfortunate to take a financial or a reputational hit that could have been otherwise prevented. So one other thing to consider, if you choose not to buy your tail, it may cause issues for you down the road when you try to secure new malpractice insurance. Malpractice insurance applications will ask about your prior coverage and they will want to know why you chose not to buy your tail. Sometimes this does lead to you being declined for coverage. Question five, do I have to buy tail every time I switch malpractice carriers? The answer is no, usually not. Most malpractice insurance carriers do offer that prior acts or sometimes called nose coverage, which allows you to carry forward your policy retroactive date, transferring all of that liability to the new carrier for any potential claims for services rendered back to that date. In some instances, you may have to tail out before making the switch, especially if you're switching because you're changing jobs and your former employer requires that you buy the tail. But be sure to ask your agent what your options are. All right, question six. Can I shop around for tail quotes? It's kind of expensive. I know. And the answer is yes. Many carriers now offer what we call standalone tail policies, which means they are willing to offer you a tail policy even if they were not your insurance company that you originally bought it from. So talk to your agent about options for tail quotes to make sure that you're looking at quality coverage options and not just the cheapest price. Tail insurance does not expire and it can't be canceled by you or the carrier who issues it after you've purchased. So it's really important that you only buy it from a reputable, financially stable company. And finally, question number seven. How long do I have to buy my tail insurance after I cancel my policy and can I pay the premium in installments? Here's your answer. Buying tail insurance is a one-time purchase and payments are usually required within 30 to 60 days after the quote has been issued. Once it's been issued, it can't be reissued. So you really have a small window of time in when you can buy it. It's important that you plan ahead for the purchase of your tail insurance and begin to consider outside financing options if necessary. If you miss out on the opportunity to buy your tail, talk to your agent about other options. It might be possible for you to get coverage from the secondary market, but understand that your coverage is going to be way more limited and probably way more expensive if it's available at all. So you really want to take advantage of that small window of time when you can get competitive quotes within 30 to 60 days of canceling. 
If the insurance carrier that you work with does not offer you payment plan options, you can secure your own outside financing or talk to your agent to see if they're finance plans that they offer to help ease the burden of your payments. So for a free summary of all of this information and answers to all of these frequently asked questions on tail coverage, check out the show notes with a link to the download. And if you're watching here on YouTube, click the description box below where we've dropped a link for your convenience. If you have any questions on this topic or you want to make sure that you're covered appropriately, click the link below where you can connect with us via phone, email, or chat today. And if you're listening, please visit us online at aegismalpractice.com. That's A-E-G-I-S malpractice.com. All right, we have some great new content coming your way in the next few weeks, and we're really excited to share it with all of you. But if you found this information helpful today, could you do me a favor and give us a like and leave us a review? And please be sure to subscribe to our show so that you can catch our next installment of Malpractice Insights, where we're dedicated to helping you understand medical malpractice insurance and providing you with the solutions you need so that you can get back to the work of practicing good medicine. This is Jennifer Wiggins. Thanks for joining us.